0: We are here, we make change to your life in every way. We expand on your mind so you're never the same. The Upgraders. The Upgraders. Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott and welcome to The Upgraders Show.
1: We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now.
0: Welcome to our show. Listen, we have a very special guest that is on with us today. Now, we have been trying to get this young lady for a while. She's finally said yes, and we were able to get her on our podcast show. Hey, guys, welcome Tina Moore-Brown, a confidence coach. Welcome to the show, Tina.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's so good to be here. (laughs)
0: Awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. So, look, we're going to get right into it. So, we want our listeners to know, And we we want them to find out who is Tina Moore Brown. See, we know you, but our listeners don't. Can you tell them who is Tina Moore Brown? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Absolutely. I am a confidence coach and people are usually like, what's a confidence coach? I've never heard of that. Did you make that (laughs) up? (laughs) As a confidence coach, I love helping my clients unleash their potential because they're probably packed full of potential and they have no idea what to do with it. I also help them uh, walk boldly in power and authority and in their calling so they can show up. And that's the big part. So they can show up and serve the audience that's waiting for them. Because Dexter and Tanya, you both know that when you're hiding and you really don't know who you are, uh, then you're not showing up for you. But you're not showing up for the millions of people who are waiting to hear your message and connect with you either.
0: Wow. Okay. so you, you just said show up for the people that are waiting for you. Yes. See, we don't hear that kind of stuff. Oh. That's phenomenal. Right. Yeah. When you think about, you know, even in, in looking at the school system, they don't teach confidence. Right. We we go to elementary, middle school, high school. Some right. of us go on to college and advanced degrees. They never have we taken a class on confidence. So tell us what actually got you into being the confidence coach because the the name the title is phenomenal. We know that there's a lot behind it. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, because that? you yeah. mentioned
1: about being an underdog and yeah. you talked about that yourself. And so, do you consider yourself were you an underdog? You know what does that look like, and is that what drew you out?
2: Absolutely, I was an underdog. But here's the thing, Tanya, that many people looked at me and they didn't think that I was an underdog. In high school, I was the captain wow. of the affiliate squad. Um, people may have thought I was pretty popular, but they didn't understand the inner t- turmoil that was going on in my mind. And that's right. the kind of deal uh, for most of us: is our thought life, how we think about ourselves. And the thing is, we show up the exact way that we think about ourselves. So if we don't think highly of ourselves, it's tough to show up. Uh, But you're exactly right, Dexter. They don't teach courses in school about Mm -hmm. being confident or having a healthy level of confidence. Teachers usually just um, usually latch on to the kids who do have a healthy uh, self-confidence and just continue to pour into them. And then those who are struggling just kind of figure, well, I struggle in this area. But as adults, I want us to identify ourselves and say, could I have a healthier level of confidence? Do I need... Um, to believe in the essence of who I am a little bit more. And is that what's been holding me back for so long?
1: That is excellent. Even yeah. as you talk about that, it made me think about something I heard not too long ago, um, but it was it's like a study that was done. And what they did was they talked with the teacher and they told the teacher that there was a certain child who had a particular IQ. And um, where everyone else, I think they identified about two or three people in the class. They said his IQ was this, but we just kind of want to watch him. You're going to teach the whole class. We don't want you to do anything any different than you normally do we don't want you to pay more attention to him than you would do other people. We want you to, or other students, we want you to continue to teach in the same way. So she says, okay. And they said, and the parents don't know that you know this. So now she's teaching for the the school year. Well, Well, we get to the end of the school year and guess what? He excels. Now, mind you, his IQ isn't one that's, that surpasses anybody else's however this particular year he has surpassed those that he was right along you know with initially he was just right there with them initially and here was the thing that that they determined because she had an expectation of him, mm-hmm. because as she taught him, she assumed and had the ex- expectation that he was going to soar. He did because that's the energy she brought. That's what she pulled forth. So when you just made the comment of, you know, you you just share with us how if you however you are is how you're going to show up. hmm. You know, whatever it is that you believe is what you're going to is what you're going to do. And I think about a time that I was actually in your presence and you were one of the people who taught me to say thank you. And I'm even in the process now learning to say thank you because a compliment was given to me. And immediately I began to come against the compliment. I was going to, you know, I just you know, oppress it, if you will. I was just going to say, no, I mean, let me tell you what's good about you. I don't want you to say what's good about me. And you kind of gave me this look and I just was like, okay. And I said, thank you. And I'm very mindful of that now. So there's an expectation that you even gave as the confidence coach in that moment of me, you didn't say a lot of words or anything. You just looked at me and was like, huh? And to bring that correction. So I just think that that's a good thing. It is, it I mean, that, that's really awesome. Um, and I just love that. Just kind of what made that come to my mind a little
2: bit. Yeah. If you listen to um, if you listen to people's conversation, you can very easily tell how they think of themselves or what they think about themselves, just mm-hmm. what they tell you about themselves. Um, women are notorious for girl you look good in that dr- girl this dress is girl gets getting tight because i'm gaining weight
0: so <laughs> that's wow.
2: our self-talk right because when we look at ourselves that's what we're thinking that's what we're feeding ourselves so when we're entertained by someone else that's what comes out um and it it, it we really need to be very con- all of us we need to be very conscious of What we're saying to ourselves, because what's what's going on in our head is eventually going to come out. So we have to start reprogramming our mind and changing our self self talk to where we're talking more positively to ourselves about Mm -hmm. ourselves. a friend, we wouldn't let somebody rat one of our friends out. We wouldn't let somebody just walk up to us and start talking about our best friend. Right? We'd stop them. No, 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 no. You're not gonna talk. You're not gonna talk about my friend like. But we do it to ourselves and we don't stop ourselves sometimes
0: all the time. You know, and it's something that says, be careful what you say because you're listening. Yes, You know, so that that's really good Tina. And you know what? I think your message, your message is perfect for where we are now in the days of social media. Right. It's a like it's a comment. You know, they've even done studies where uh, people have anxiety if their phone, even if their phone is near them, they are listening for the day. They're They're always constantly picking up and and. Who liked my stuff? Who commented on my stuff? Who shared my stuff? So I think your your part as the confidence coach is definitely needed now, especially in the world of social media.
2: I agree. I agree. Um, a lot of us, um, if you're showing up on social media without a healthy self-esteem, social media can beat you down really quick, really quickly. Wow, that's so uh, true. Constantly comparing, comparing my event with her event and my likes with their likes and and uh, that now with with live videos, their number of, uh, of viewers with my number of viewers and you're constantly checking stats and you're comparing yourself. Are you good today? Are you did you not fare so well? So we really have to um, be comfortable not only with who we are, but with the lane that we're in at that moment.
1: That's good. Yeah, like if, you're really in,
2: if you're in the slow lane in this season, then just go go slowly. And that's cool. And you don't have to try to speed up to pass someone else. Uh, if you're just starting out, then then just start out and be OK with that and be content with that. But be the best you in the lane that you're in. You don't have to compare or compete with anyone else. Mm hmm. That is so good. (laughs) Yeah, I thought I
1: said, wow, sometimes if you're not in the passing lane, you're not in the passing lane. If you get a stop signal, stop at the stoplight. That is excellent. And even you saying that it makes me think about something else that you're awesome with. And that's identity. That is something that means so much to me. Uh, It was me really coming to a place of understanding who I am in him. Yes. That really brought me out and help me to get started with where we are now, where I am in my life, what my husband and I are even doing together. Talk to us a little bit about that, Tina. When you talk about identity and coming to really understand the true essence of who you are, what, what does that mean for you?
2: For me as a believer, it means that I have to have a really good connection with the father. I really have to have um, the type of relationship with him that I know his thoughts towards me. And I know how he feels about me. I know what he wants for me. Um, I know what he thinks, how he feels when he thinks about me. Um, just like we would expect of our spouse or, or our parents or our children. It really takes that type of connection for you to be comfortable with your identity. Look, you can't, you can't discover who you are um, outside of the one who created you. Um, if so, then we're stuck with yes. um, figuring, trying to figure out who we are based upon our our jobs. Some people let their career define them. Some people let their marital status define them. Some women, are, they're just not a whole woman unless they're married. They're just Their whole focus is looking for a husband. Um, some people, it's their job or their financial uh, state of being at that time. And all of those things can change so very quickly. And when they do or if they do, then who are you? So you have to have a firm, solid foundation. And that has to come from the word of God. That has to come with um, having a very healthy relationship with God. And that has to come with reprogramming your mind because you're not what you've done or what you haven't done. You Mm -hmm. are who God created you to be and his word is full of his promises for you his thoughts about you um, but you have to have a relationship with him in order for that to be really really solid wow
0: -hmm. that's really good and you know I'm thinking about uh, uh, a quote that says no one is you and that's your power yes If, if we all understood that I am who I am God created me to be who I am he created you to be who you are Yes. Whatever you have going on is cool. What I have going on is cool. I mean, it's just the ebbs and flows of life. And I think that once we understand that, then we can really begin to walk in our power. You know, Yeah,
1: I completely agree with that. And that's pretty much it's what both of you are saying. I had to come to that place myself is understanding the power that I had and to walk in it. Um, and last week, I was even something that had just kind of come to me is learning how to bring the true essence of who I am to what it is that I do, but not looking for what it is that I do to define who I am. Um, and, And that right there has been really life changing for me. It brought me even out of a place of hiding because for a long time, I couldn't tell you who Tanya was, but at the same time, I was trying to define myself by the things that I was doing. Even to your point, I love everything that you just shared. How now with social media, there's a comparison that goes on. How many likes? How many Mm -hmm. watchers? You know, what are they doing? All of those types of things. And then we're beginning to define who we are based on those external factors opposed to going on the inside and really coming to understand who I am. And you never know, you know, who's watching. You never know. You could have 20 people watching today, 50 tomorrow, 10 next week, 1,000 thousand in a year, whatever it is. But if it one person out of each one of those scenarios can catch what you've said, if you've said something that keeps that person from hurting themselves, that help that person to know, man, I can do this, to ke- keep that person from giving up, you've done a lot and i'm grateful to know that we're vessels and as vessels of god if i'm gonna only be dependent on the external part i'll miss a whole lot of assignments and i won't even value the very ones that he gives me and that brings me even to thinking about how do you end your days i mean there's some things i've been hearing a lot i hear about gratitude i hear about journaling but for you as the confidence coach coaching me, talking to me, how would you tell me to end my day, bringing my day to an end, to to rest that night, to get up the next day? What do you recommend?
2: Um, Bookends are very important. How you start your day, how you end your day. Those are the, the most important times of your day. And I would say prayer is perfect for bookends for your day. Starting your day with prayer, ending your day with prayer, just being grateful now. Not focusing on the things that you need so much, um, but the things that you're thankful for, the things that you're grateful for. Yes. The things that you that you really can't live without. And that's the communication with the Father. Um, yeah, those, those are perfect bookends, I believe.
1: I love that book ends mm-hmm. for your day. I got a visual of that as you just stated that. I hope everyone is getting a visual of that. What are your book ends for your day? And then you think about then it's everything in between that happens. But I start this way, I end this way. And she's saying it too. Gratitude. We know the things that's happened, what you've been able to do. I'm telling you, it is absolutely amazing. Wow, I love that. Book ends for your day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really good, it's really powerful. And you know, Tina, you were thinking about, uh, you, you just said something that caused me to think about two quick stories uh, that popped in my mind. There was a gentleman I used to uh, do some work with, he and I were volunteering uh, together for the YMCA. And he told a story and it, it connects with confidence that I, it just I tell it all the time because it's so powerful. He said he and his wife were in a restaurant up in Chicago and were in, it was a very famous restaurant, a lot of basketball players hung out there. I mean, you know, like Charles Barkley and those kinds of guys, they would come in town and go to this particular restaurant. So he and his wife are sitting in there having dinner. And he said, all of a sudden the noise, You know, everybody knows the noise of a restaurant. The noise kind of stopped for a moment and he looked toward the door and in walked Michael Jordan and his wife. And he said, every person in that restaurant literally stopped what they were doing and watched Michael and his wife walk from the door to the back room where they had private dinner. And he said there was a glow on his face that he'd never seen before a glow of confidence. Right. And he said, it's so much so that the people literally stopped in the restaurant to pay attention to it. Isn't that something it it talks about what you're talking about confidence.
2: It is it's, its it's, um, it's apparent when you walk in a room
0: yeah. if
2: you're a confident person or not. Everyone mm-hmm. can tell just from your posture, the way you enter, if your shoulders are um, are shrugged forward or if they're pressed down and slightly back and your chin is parallel to the floor. Look, as a, as a fitness professional, someone who taught fitness for over 10 years, your posture is everything. Wow. Your posture is everything as you walk in a room. Your posture is everything. In a board meeting, your posture is everything. Um, as you just sitting, sitting at your desk, um, in a chair, but people can tell, they can tell by your body language, just like we can tell in conversations, what comes out of your mouth, what you're thinking about yourself, um, inside. So yeah, confidence exudes when someone just walks in a room, I bet, I bet people in that restaurant stopped breathing. I probably <laughs> would have stopped breathing had the Michael Jordan walked in you you can tell you're in you're in the company
0: of greatness, and it it matters
2: yeah. how you enter a
0: room. Wow! It wow! It matters. Yeah. How you enter, how you a, enter room. a room, and you know that that brings me to my very next story that I was just thinking about. I used to uh, be the head of admissions for a company that was founded by President Eisenhower, and I would travel all over the country doing meetings at high schools and colleges. I mean, some audit you know auditoriums were two, three hundred people all the way up to a thousand, and I'll never forget. One of my pet peeves of being a presenter and a speaker is when people come into a room and they sit in the back. It just balls me. Right. And, you know, even in school, we see students go into the room and they sit in the back. I can remember being in school. Right. When we were in school, they would always say, move to the front, move to the front. Well, I was at the prestigious University of Maryland and I'm setting up for my meeting it's an audience of like a thousand people, right? I mean, those many seats in there. Mm -hmm. So I'm setting up for the meeting and the meeting starts and people start walking in. So I literally start seeing them sitting in the back of the room and I'm like, oh my goodness, what is this all about? So I got on the microphone and I told the people, I said, can you guys move up? You know, we want a nice intimate crowd today. Can you move up? And even people stayed in their seats listening to me say this. So I went over to the the facilities manager And I said, let me ask you a question. Take a look at the audience. Do you see people, uh, because I know you guys do various uh, kinds of events here. Do you see people always gravitate toward the front or the back or the middle? And he said, Dexter, you'll be amazed, but your audience looks exactly like all of the functions that we have here. Even doctors, even lawyers, they come into the room and they all gravitate either towards the middle and the back of the room. And the people who walk to the front and sit down are, are the people who are noticed the most. I thought that that was phenomenal.
2: Dexter, as you're telling this story, I'm, I'm seeing a picture, but that auditorium is just like the very auditoriums of our lives. Yes. I- Look at our look at your life. Your life is filled with seats, and there are seats in the back, there are seats in the middle, there are seats in the front. But there's also a stage. And when we walk into a new season in life, when we walk into a new company, a new job, when we take on a new business venture. Where do we end up sitting in our life? Do we walk in unsure of ourselves, unsure if this is going to work? Or um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm really ready for this or qualified for this. So we kind of sit on the back row, hoping not to be seen in our own lives. And we wow. oftentimes need coercing. We need coaching. Move up a little bit, you know, wow. move from the back. Move to the middle, um, whether it's a mentor who's coercing you or coaching or pulling you along, whether it's a coach. It could be your pastor that sees the call of God on your life. Is like, OK, Tanya, come on. I'm pulling you. Along. Come on. <laughs> Say yes. Come on. Teach Bible study. Come on. <laughs> we need to hear you more. But that's that's how life is. And Dexter, I love the point where you said that the people who sit on the front, they get noticed the most. And that's what we want to be. We want to be those people who show up on not only the front rows of our life, but we want to eventually make ourselves to the center stage of our life. There are so many people who are waiting for you and they don't need you to continue showing up on the back, not even in the middle of your own auditorium. They need you to to connect with the level of confidence that God has already put inside of you. And they need you on the center stage because they need you to be able to teach, motivate, inspire them to greatness.
0: Wow. Wow. So all of you listeners out there, I hope you're catching this. This yes. is incredible. It was awesome, Right. So from all walks of life, you know, we're literally talking about people needing confidence. So hence the confidence coach. So, Tana, listen, you you have some books, right? We want to hear about uh, the books that you have. We understand that you already have one published and there's another one coming out. Can you tell us about that?
2: Yes. My very first book is called Unleash and Soar, Start Today, Living Boldly Beyond Limits. You can get that book on tinamorebrown.com. My next book is called Shift, and it is coming out in the next month or so. And I actually did a five-day social media series about it. And at the end of the series, I realized what you just did, Tina, was a book. So I <laughs> book on how to shift because we hear things like it's time for you to shift into your next level. It's time for you to move from where you are to where you're supposed to be. But we don't always know how to do that. It, it, words like that, phrases like that. Oh, it's time to shift. It's time to elevate. It's time to do this. They sound awesome. Mm-hmm. But when all the lights and cameras are off, how do you do that? What's step 1? What's step 5? What do I do after this? How do yeah. I time to do this? So, Shift um gives readers five ways to shift from where they are. Leave the old and approach and walk boldly into the new.
0: Wow that is absolutely phenomenal that's that's incredible you know what tina you shifted our minds today right and i know uh, that the people that are listening to this podcast your mind is being shifted you're you're trying to understand now okay how can i walk in better confidence and that's why i'm saying tina your message today should be it should go out to everybody this podcast we're going to have people listening from all over the world right so we know that our listeners are government listeners corporate people Folks that need their teams, con- uh, you know, confidence in their teams. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, yeah. trying to just say entrepreneurs. We all need to walk in a greater level of confidence. So is there any lasting words that you just want to share with the listeners? You know, hey, especially let us know, how do we get in contact with Tina Moore Brown, a confidence coach? Yes. Tell us all of your social media handles, your website. Can we find you on YouTube? All of those kinds of things. Let us know where we can get in touch with you.
2: Absolutely. I made it easy for everyone. So you can find me on social media platforms at Tina Moore Brown and the website is Tina Moore Brown.com. By go into the website. You can follow me on social media. Uh, the links are there as well as my email address. You can reach out and email me, even call me just by going to the website, Tina Moore Brown.com.
0: Okay. Awesome. Listen, Tina, we are so appreciative, right, Tanya? Yeah, appreciate we are appreciative. You today.
1: This is my thing. Yeah. We want everybody to know what it is that Tina is doing. Um, I can tell you from the very first moment that I, 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 we were actually at a conference together, and she was one of the uh, main speakers for the conference. I was a part of the panel, and I can remember being in her presence, how she made me feel, and I knew that she was someone I wanted to connect with. Um, since then, I've also had her speak at one of my conversation camps because of everything. Everything She does and what she brings and it, it literally blows my mind. So the next thing that she has going on is is the new now next conference and that's coming up really soon. I cannot leave this podcast without you hearing about this conference. Um, you need to be there. And if you're not able to make it to this woman, you might be listening to this podcast later on after it's over. But you're still going to need to make a connection because there will be more. Talk to us a little bit as we bring this to a close about the New Now Next conference. Everyone has got to hear this.
2: Absolutely. The end of 2017, I started an online community called the New Now Next community. Our hashtag is I am New Now Next. And it's for those who know that um, they're called to do to start to create something new, whether it's a business, a movement, a community center, a nonprofit, whatever it is. It's something they've never done before. So it's going to take some guts. It's going to take some confidence. They know now is the time to step out and do it, because let's just be honest, we all have gotten a new idea, but we've dragged our feet Mm -hmm. Um, a whole lot. And (laughs) also that this next season that's coming up is going to require for us to be ready, not getting ready, but to be ready. Because what if doors just start swinging off the hinges, right? Right. We need to be confident so we can walk through those doors. So the community just um, made way for a live two-day event, August 3rd and 4th, 2018 at the Sheraton Hotel in downtown Raleigh, North Carolina. And it is going to be phenomenal. There are about 10 speakers that are coming. And you guys are going to speak into the lives of participants and shift them into their next. The theme is Unleash Your Power because yeah. um, you are packed full of power. But it's going to take speakers like Dexter and Tanya Scott, the upgrade, who I'm so very so honored to have there. It's going to take speakers like you. To shift our mindset, to upgrade our minds so we're ready to walk into the things that are next for us.
1: Awesome. Yes. Awesome. I'm really excited about it. And I really want everybody even just to understand there's something you said. You said you have a new now next community. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we can all be a part of. Is that still open?
2: Yes. You can go to Tina com. There's a banner that says join the new now next community just simply mm-hmm. click on that banner for access to the community it's absolutely free
0: wow wow that is that
1: awesome. is awesome it is yep. we need to do that Yeah, we need to do it
0: hey <laughs> yeah, guys so that. listen listen uh we are so grateful for tina Moore brown for coming up the confidence coach make sure you connect with her on her website and on social media this has been another upgraders show upgraders podcast this is dexter and tanya scott we may not know you
1: but we know what's in you
0: we'll see you next time